You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. Remote interview for today, okay, because I was shipped back to my country. I was deported by my own family. I thought that the day I would leave America was going to be the day that I actually get deported by the authorities. No, um, my dad forced me to come home. But from LA, I have Jeff Epstein from Pop Goggles. Kind of a new favorite at this point. I've been obsessed with your Instagram for about a, for how many how many weeks now? When did we meet? Three, three, four weeks, three weeks. And then you played the Veronicas in your Instagram stories. And then I was like, sold. I'm good. I love it. I love that you were a fan. Like, I love that, that that's what bonded you to me. Let, let, let's get the story straight. Um, what bonded me to you was like, oh, I wish this guy wasn't gay. We're over this now. And then you played the Veronicas and I was like, okay, cool. We can still be friends. You're like, and he's definitely gay. <laughs> gay. I'm like, gayer than I thought now. <laughs> um, no, I was so excited too. Yeah, we met at Hannah's show. I can't even, I have no sense of time right now. Like, was that a month ago? Was that three months ago? I don't know. It was a time where we could all interact and shake hands and hug. And that feels like, I don't know, like fucking 10 years ago. Well, you saw, I think you, you commented on Twitter how I was like, it's going to be so weird when all of a sudden like we're back, meaning like, hey guys, we can like, be normal people again. And it's like, I've experienced that because I've been released from jail. I know what it's like, but it's like weird. <laughs> it's so funny when I saw that on Twitter because you literally just reply to your own tweet without anyone saying anything. <laughs> and, like, no, and then somebody coming back and was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh yeah, several times. <laughs> wait, what was the longest time you spent in jail? Only a few weeks, like never more than a few weeks. Okay. What, what, what was the few weeks? Do you, do you talk about it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like I never list like actual crimes. Like I'm never like, this is my chart. Okay. (laughs) 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 Um, I told you this was going to be an an explicit episode. I'm so fucking bored. Like I just, we need, we need a story. We need a story time. No, I get it. Let's, we can talk about heroin possession. (laughs) I mean, yeah, things like that. It was always, it was, it was usually related to drugs. Um, and then sometimes like crimes related to drugs, you know, you use your imagination type type of thing. Well, at least it wasn't just because you wanted to hurt people. Oh yeah. No, no, nothing violent. Just, you know, greedy. I have a really awkward question. Do you get a lot of hate for your name being Jeff Epstein? Oh my God. All the time. And I like, it has definitely died down. And then, you know what I thought too? I was like, oh, coronavirus is totally like, like knocking out the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Nobody cares. And then again, somebody yesterday, somebody just said, Hey, aren't you that pedophile that blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fucking no. First of all, he's, he wouldn't be on Instagram. He is dead. I'm, we don't look what people share names. Like it's yeah. And you're like good looking and he literally is disgusting. Like literally disgusting. Basically, you know, Rachel O'Brien, the girl that was performing on stage with Hannah Burner. Yeah. Before that show, me and her were doing like a podcast series on her show, which was a deep dive into Jeffrey Epstein and like Prince Andrew because I'm English and, you know, we kind of did a deep dive. And then when Jacqueline said, oh, Jeff Epstein, she was like, what? What? Like, you know him? We have so many questions. And we both thought that you were Jeffrey Epstein. It was really fucking weird for a moment. And I've, I've always wondered, like, do people give you shit for it? And then wait, so like right then and there when we walked away, she explained it to you like, no, that's his name. So this was before I met you. But then when I met you, she was like, oh, that's the guy. His name is Jeff Epstein. And I was like, well, lucky for him, he doesn't look like the actual Jeffrey Epstein. 
No, first of all, I'm like, guys, I'm not a hundred, which he is, and I am, and I'm not dead. Is the biggest thing. I'm like, guys, why? How would I? You're not a serial rapist. Yeah, yeah. More importantly than not being dead, I'm not a serial rapist. You're actually trendy. You have a podcast. You're very pop culture obsessed. Um, I'm you're kind you of trendy. People. I'm gonna stop you at trendy. You don't think I, you're trendy? Oh no, I feel like I'm definitely like in the know, but trendy, like. I guess to me, somebody that's trendy is somebody that's like wears clothes that are on trend and things like that. And I wear, no, no. no. Trendy is an attitude. It's not clothes. It's a whole mood. Wow. I love this. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. I'm trendy. You don't, you don't dress like a homeless person. You dress nice. You know what's cool. You know the places to go. Like you're trendy. Wow. I no, love this. Podcast. You can't not be trendy. You know what? You're right. Fuck it. I'm trendy. I love this. You're no, fucking trendy. It doesn't, mean that, it doesn't mean that you go buy your clothes at Urban Outfitters. I mean, no, I it do. Means that I buy my clothes at like a thrift store or I make them. <laughs> That's trendy. That's You're on right. trend at the minute. Everyone's doing these like moody, like vintagey photos, and you know, you're doing the same thing with your clothes. Wait, you're making you. me feel so good about myself today. I needed this. Oh wait, Diana, can I tell you this? This is a little scary. Oh, tell me. Okay, and I know we don't want to like you know spend an entire podcast talking about Corona, but like. I think I have it. <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. So Fuck first off, all, I was with you. Well, my mom has it and I'm around her. So like, but wait. Okay, wait, I, I don't hear you either, but here, okay, hold on. Okay. I actually just realized too that like you were with me and like this could scare you, but okay, okay. Fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay fuck 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 okay so i, I don't care i'm kind of <laughs> fucked at this point because since i've seen you i've like been around my neighbor <laughs> then i went on two planes three airports i've been around my mom who has it my sister who has it so i'm fucked anyway but carry on okay no yeah worst case i feel like we'll get it and we will recover we just can't pass it to anybody else so my sister who you were also in contact with she has lost her sense of smell for like the past two and a half weeks it's starting to come back in the past few days and we were like what the fuck this is so weird and then we just saw in the past few days that that is like one of the biggest things Mm -hmm. it is you know what's so funny when i walked into your house i literally was a psycho people don't know i wiped my microphone with a white with it like a a Lysol wipe, you know, I was being really cautious. I wouldn't even drink. Um, no, I think I drank from your cans or something, but I was, I was just very careful. I wasn't like touching people, holding hands. So I still don't feel like I have anything. So I don't think I caught anything because I was such a fucking psycho, but wait, do you have any symptoms? Okay. So there was that. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And then like right now, so yesterday it started where like my stomach was so fucked up and I just felt really lethargic. I'm like, I actually don't even drink coffee. I went to McDonald's, got a small black coffee, chugged it, had no energy, went back for another, was still like lethargic, low energy and just like not feeling great. And again, my stomach all fucked up. And then today my throat hurts and I'm just feeling like, uh, I was getting a random kind of chills and we're not feeling great. Yeah, you might have it. It's not, it really bugs me. It's not a fucking taboo to have it. Like, it's not like you have HIV or something. Right. Everyone's like, oh, you tested positive for COVID. I'm like, first of all, even like the, I mean, the verbiage of like tested I, positive sounds terrible. I, I mean, I should have it by now. I don't understand why I don't have it because I've literally been around all people that have it. But I think I've just been such a psycho that it hasn't happened for me yet. I wasn't being a psycho and I have an immunodeficiency. Um, and so like I get sick at very, very easily. So it makes sense. Um, but do you feel okay? Do you feel fine? I mean, mentally, no. No. 
I'm like mentally, we had a few breakdowns today, but no, physically, um, I mean, yeah, not great, but like I'm okay. I've had, I mean, I used to go through heroin withdrawal, so to me, it's like this is nothing. So basically, what happened for me is I was super careful because you know my family lives in Europe, so I actually knew how serious it was because it wasn't just stuff that I heard in the news. It was like people around me that were living it, you know. Right. And then, then you know, I start not being able to buy fucking toilet paper, and I can't eat anything because there's no fucking food in the stores, and I was like. These people are fucking crazy. Like, I'm really sorry. I know that my biggest audience is Americans, but you guys are fucking psychos. Like, batshit crazy. I've never seen a group of people act so fucking crazy. And literally, I got on the last flight before they shut down, like, the borders. I thought about that, too, because you're like, I'm leaving. And then I'd seen, like, the day of, and it was like, yeah, it was nuts. I had 10 hours to pack everything, get my dog's documentation, because I have a dog, and just leave and select the things that I wanted to bring with me for an you know unknown period of time and so I get back here and literally like everything is super organized like when you get in the supermarket everyone has masks and gloves and they give you a card and then they sanitize your hands as soon as you walk in and like it's very regimented but like everyone's fucking sick in meetings like we've been talking about this how like the way that this everyone's reacted has been with panic and fear and it's because they're not spiritually fit and everyone's a fucking maniac. And so myself and a lot of other people who are spiritually fit, like we're reacting like, okay, we're not being fucking animals and going to the store and attacking shelves like filthy fucking monsters. We're yeah. patiently seeing how this plays out and being careful. For Europeans to be able to work in the US, it's such a like a hard process. You know, it, t- it, t- it, it took me eight months to get my visa and they make you feel like you're the luckiest person in the world to be, you know, coming to America and working there. And when I saw this, I was like, get me the fuck out. It's changed my perspective for sure. But before we get into our deep dive conversation, we've already gone on so many tangents, which is something that we kind of do at this point. I need your tip of the week. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. First of all, do you want a tip from somebody that now has coronavirus? Are you really going to listen to me? I'm like, you want my advice, really? Um, I mean, you're sober now. Like, you, you've, you've got your shit together. I feel like you're, you'd be a great person to give tips, actually. No, I actually, I am. I, like, mentor people, and I basically give them life advice. Um, all right, I have, I have some recommendations. Okay. If you live in L.A., I, for, for as far as food, I want you guys to go to Malibu Eatery. It's this little place. It's on Melrose and Highland. It's like a... Oh, I've been there. Yeah, it's, I'm not like I'm a type of person. That, I like it when it's like a. It's not even like a restaurant where you have a waiter. I want it like because I look for. I don't like to cook, so I always need like a cheap meal on the go. And sometimes grocery store ones are like just not that tasty. And so it's like you walk in, you know, you order at the counter type of thing, and then you can sit down. I, I get like a chicken avocado wrap. It's nine bucks. They have they send me emails all the time. Like it's buy one get one free. I get the best deals, fifty percent off, whatever. The healthiest, most delicious food, and. I feel like not a lot of people go there. And so that's my recommendation. That's an epic tip. And then you're going to tell me you're not fucking trendy. Like, please, with the fake modesty. Okay. Okay. That. Or actually, I have like two other. I have two others. Okay. Also, I want to tell you guys, because, you know, we're spending a lot of time at home. Kohl's, like Kohl's, the store, has yeah. the most amazing mattress pad in the entire world. I have had so many people sleep in my bed and like, you have the comfiest bed in the entire world. And it's literally because of this Kohl's mattress pad. 
Um, it's like the gel. It's like, I think it's like 50 bucks, 40 bucks. And it will, so my sister got it and she goes, I said, Kate, it's going to change your life. And after you sleep on it one night, the next day, I want you to call me. She called me the next day and she's like, you changed my fucking life. And I was like, I told you. Um, and so what you do, by the way, isn't she adorable? Like, I, I just wanted to hug her. I was like, who are you? You're yeah, so real, fucking cute. Real adorable right now. Gave me fucking coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say that mattress pad, it's 40. And like, you turn it over, you turn it upside down when you put it on your bed. You don't put like the, the um, spiky side or whatever up. Spiky sounds ridiculous, but you'll know what I mean. Lovely. I'm obsessed with this tip. I have a tip. You're not going to like it. Oh God. Because I know you didn't like it. But remember when you saw me, I was walking around with this stupid, obnoxious water bottle. Oh yeah, I did like it. I I thought it was going to be the kind of thing. So it's called a Quifit, I think. Quifit. Um, A lot of people have been, you know, putting it on Instagram. And I thought this is the kind of thing. It's just like a plastic bottle. I got a half gallon one and I was like, it's the the type of thing that I'm just going to use once because it's cool. And then I'm not going to use it ever again. Since the day I got it, I've been drinking half a gallon of water a day, which by the way, I have never in my in my life had more than two cups of water a day because I fucking hate it. I usually only drink what? coffee and wine. Yeah. I fucking hate water. Don't want to drink it. Don't like it. So this was like my attempt at bettering myself because, and you know, this was pre-coronavirus. So really I was trying to make a real statement. You know, now everyone's like, stay home, work on yourself. Like, like, fuck you. Okay. I was ahead of the game. And, um, but it, but it works. Like I like the bottle. I got a little carrier. It's kind of obnoxious, but you walk around with it. You feel really cool. And I, and I drink the water because it has the, the timing, you know, it has like the milestones. Okay. Really helped. No, remember I call. Okay. Wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Sorry. Oh my God. I hope that didn't pick up. Did you pick up the fact that I just burped? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I heard it, but it's fine. I won't put it in. Oh God. Um, sorry. I'm drinking the sparkling water. <laughs> I'm drinking Pellegrino. Remember I called out that water bottle because I was like, oh, it's so cool. And you said, what's it called? A, qu- a queer, a what? A queefit. Okay, right. And so then we were talking about, was this with you when we were talking about a quoted tweet and we said it's a queet? I was looking at your Twitter to see if you had posted it and you never posted it. I did, but I told you, I was like, if it does terrible, it's on you. And it did terrible. So I deleted it. Wait, are you fucking joking? Maybe I should try it. Wait, what did we, what a quoted tweet is a queet? <laughs> yeah, it sounds ridiculous. No, you know when like people do these screenshots of tweets and they put them on Instagram? Guys, if you don't call it a queet, you didn't make fetch happen. That's right. Okay, maybe it like doesn't read well like in text. Maybe you need to hear it verbally. So why, that's why it's funnier to us. I don't know. I'm so, I love that you remember this, a queet. No, I, th- I thought it was hilarious. I like it. I have so many things I want to say before we get into the pop culture stuff because I'm just in a sharing mood at this point because I've been quarantined for like, over a month now because I did my quarantine in LA and then I traveled and I came here and then it's like quarantine all over again. I'm staying with my parents. My mom is in her room. My dad is sleeping in a separate room and I'm in a, in a, in a separate room as well. And cause my mom is sick, I might be sick. No one knows cause I've been traveling and my dad is fine. My dad has been on kitchen duties for the whole week, which you're not going to find it funny because you don't know my dad. But if you guys know my dad or have seen him in my stories recently, which you will if you check my stories, watching my macho 
businessman, super masculine, proud business daddy of a dad doubling as a cooking housewife was the highlight of coronavirus for me. The food was dry, but it was fucking hilarious. And I ate it with so much pleasure. Have you seen the movie Castaway? Yeah, of course. My dog Luna has officially become my Wilson. I'm literally just going batshit at this point. I'm doing podcasts and I'm talking to my dog, asking her what she thinks of my episode. I mean, it doesn't sound that strange. I'm over here, like, I'm not even going to say it's it. Insanity. It's insanity. It's insanity. But, you know, th- this is another thing. I'm going so batshit that I almost ended up doing a TikTok dance video. And then I immediately had to check myself. Listen, I actually did contemplate TikTok. It's weird because like I'm not going that crazy because I am still really busy. I have a lot to do. But I think I'm there's like the the crazy element from like lack of human communication and contact. And so yeah, listen, do I have <laughs> there's a okay. I'm staring at my stove and I have a fast and furious fast and furious puzzle on top of it that I'm completing. And it is on top of my stove right now. What did you contemplate with TikTok? Well, I didn't try dancing one. I do I would want to try that at some time. I did one, like, I've done these weird, like, I recreated, like, a Keeping Up with the Kardashian scene. Um, I'm in, like, a bathtub. Yeah. So I do, because, you know, I do tip of the week on the podcast. I've done, like, little tip ones on TikTok. But, like, the dance is when you know you've reached rock bottom. Rock bottom. But Um, listen, we're on a trajectory. We might end up doing it within the next two days. No, no, yeah, exactly. I'm, I I might end up posting a fucking TikTok dance video in the next couple of days. Who knows? Don't hold it against me. Can we talk about some pop culture stuff? Because this is kind of what we're here for. And there's nothing to speak about except for Corona. And I literally can't have another conversation about it at this point. Okay, no. Here and out, Corona's gone. What do you want to speak about? I mean, there is one Corona thing I want to talk about regarding celebrities. Wait. Oh, the Colton, Colton Underwood. Yeah. You don't know. You don't watch The Bachelor. I don't, but I know the players. Okay, well, Colton. um, So he's staying with his girlfriend and at at her family home, and he's like, you know, they're leaving me. I'm um, confined. They're only dropping food at my door and stuff. And I'm just like, he did this whole Instagram, you know, caption about how it's so hard for him to breathe. And like, I appreciate that, but like, who the fuck took this photo? If no one is able to be with you, that's my question. From his Instagram. Like, yeah, go go on Colton Underwood's Instagram and look at his, like, I have coronavirus photo, like, drinking oh, his yeah, chicken. Oh, in his bed? Yeah, and he's like, you know, I have very minimal contact with, you know, the Randolphs. Um, they just drop food at my door, check in on me. Who the fuck took the photo then? Okay, first off, it's the Who longest fucking lap I've ever seen in my entire life. Second, his bed is disgusting. His headboard is disgusting. Third, um... <laughs> that's a self-timer if I've ever seen one but but so he's like I feel like I only have 20% of my lungs like functioning someone who has 20% of their lungs like able to function does not have the energy to self-time a staged coronavirus photo no somebody that has 20% of their lungs is in hospice care he's a fucking idiot he's just being dramatic and then took a photo of it. <laughs> but I'm such a bit... No, but it is really, like, no, dreadful. It is. To, it's it is, it is. But it's not like a cold. It's like, you feel like shit. But, like, bitch, I know what it's like being around people who have coronavirus. Like, they cannot take an Instagram photo. I am no, yeah. telling you. That's a self... I feel like this is a self-timer. And, again, I'm s- truly distracted by the headboard. It's awful. I can't comment on the headboard because he's staying at her at his girlfriend's parents' home. 
So he doesn't have a choice in the matter. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I take it back. Well, actually, I don't take it back, but I, yeah. <laughs> no, it still looks like shit. <laughs> like, um, I don't care whose headboard it is. It's it's in my face. It's almost as overwhelming as coronavirus, but just in the form of interior design. There is one celebrity news story that is not related to coronavirus, so I feel like we need to talk about it. Kim Kardashian responds to Taylor Swift. Okay, I couldn't be bothered to read the whole story, but I feel like you would know what's going on. No, but so I saw it unfolding live because here I am last night. I'm like laying in bed, um, simply laying in bed. That's all there is to it. And all of a sudden, I see her first tweet, and I'm like, ooh, I see her first tweet. I was on Twitter at the time, and then I see them coming in and coming in and coming in, and I was like, <gasps> Wait, so are you sitting in bed and you like go on Twitter and you just like wait for tweets to just roll in? So I feel like this is what I do. A lot of people are like, oh, what are you watching? And I feel like I've hardly even watched TV at this point. If I like have a second one, I'm like not working or doing something. I'm laying in bed and I'm basically just bouncing between Twitter, Instagram, my email, text messages, Grinder, TMZ, and page six. And you just wait for tweets to roll in. Like you just wait to, to, to have the news story. Not even. I think I was just scrolling and I looked and I, some, I think I like refreshed it. And as I did it, like she had happened to just tweet. Like it was just, it was a right, right place, right time type of thing. And so what did you see? Like, what was your reaction? Tell everyone the story. Because I feel like people who listen don't know about this yet. And this is coming out tomorrow. Okay. So what happened was like the full video of the Taylor Swift phone call back with Kanye West from years ago leaked. And like when this first came out, it was like pieces that Kim Kardashian leaked on her Snapchat of Taylor Swift speaking to Kanye West about the song that he released. And Kim's right. And she said this in her tweets. Taylor Swift was like, there was never a phone call and Kim released it to say, yes, there was a phone call. And like, she right. was also saying like, Oh, Taylor Swift was like, Oh, the word bitch. I never approved him saying the word bitch. Like I made that bitch famous, which was true. And Kim acknowledged that Kim said, you're right. That was never asked permission, but she's like, there was a phone call for one. And then there was like something else about a line that like, the, that uh, Taylor Swift thought wasn't going to be in there or like knew was going to be in there. And she said she wasn't, I don't know, but like, I'm actually still on Kim's side. And like, she's saying that like, listen, I never said that we didn't, you know, include the bitch line, but like the videos here. I'm on Kim's side, not because I trust Kim Kardashian particularly, but just because I've never in my life been on Taylor Swift's side because I just don't Same. like her. And yeah. And it's such like, a I'm, bad. I like her music. I don't like her. I mean, I like her old music, not the new music, but, um, you know, I get so much fucking hate for being such a hater of, you know, Taylor Swift and the Swifties. And I'm sorry, I, I can't bring myself to fucking like her. I watched the documentary. I gave everything a fair shot and she just fucking bugs me. And it, I, I can't help myself. I'm really sorry. There is so much worse in the world than being called a fucking bitch. Like, do you know how many people call me a bitch on a daily basis publicly on social media? I don't understand. We're still talking about this. Four years later, we get it. And in that context, in that context, bitch actually isn't even as it's not like saying you are a bitch. It's it's a different context. No, it's a rapper. It's a, it's just like a term of like, you know, I'm trying to describe this girl, and he doesn't want to call her a girl. He doesn't want to call her a woman. You call her a bitch. That's just how people speak like, oh, nowadays. That, yeah, that. And she, yeah, what drives me nuts, and I saw her documentary too, is she loves to lay in the victimization of everything, just victimize herself constantly. And she's acknowledged that in like a, in like a satirical way, even with her, some of her videos, but like, 
enough already. And I've had enough of that. Like I cannot handle it. And so here she is once again. I cannot watch another music video of you trying to like give a big fuck you to someone who upset you. I can no longer hear you moan and moan about your PTSD after what happened at the MTV AMAs, wherever the fuck that was. I don't even remember. That's how irrelevant the story has gotten nowadays. And also not once in your documentary, did you express any gratitude, any thank yous, any I'm so lucky to be able to do this? It was all competitive. It was all just like whiny. And I'm terribly sorry. I cannot get behind it. I'm very sorry. She bugs me. She's always going to fucking bug me. She needs to come out with a song that is so fucking orgasmic that maybe I will be able to appreciate her as an artist again. But so far as a person, I cannot. So just like I, well, there's another difference. I like her music. I don't appreciate her as an artist. To me, there's a difference between liking music and, and their artistry. Um, but I also don't like her as a person. And another thing, another thing too, is that in that documentary, like, did you see her when she was so upset that she didn't win a Grammy? And she's like, mm, and I'm like, shut yeah. the fuck up. It's crazy. Like you can't win every fucking Grammy. You should be grateful to even be nominated. You can't be like, I need to do better. I need to do better. Like who the fuck thinks that way? I've never seen... Justin Bieber react this way. And yeah, of course, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. But if that was the way that he reacted, we would already know because everyone fucking stalks him. You know, I, I watched, I was, I rewatched Justin Bieber's documentary, you know, during my quarantine because what else would I be doing? And I just could, he was just, he's just a, a genuine artist. Wait, oh my God, I just realized I didn't watch it yet. Is it the one that he's been releasing on YouTube? Oh my gosh, yes, you have. How dare you? Wait, it's how on YouTube, right? You? Like he released it yeah. each a little. Fuck. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I screamed. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. Scream all you want. Because why would you not watch it? It's the best thing. I'm obsessed with Justin Bieber. I'm really sorry. No, me too. Wait, so I go on YouTube and it's just like little pieces. Like it will say like changes documentary or what's it called again? Seasons. Seasons. Okay. Well, maybe he should like pick a name that resonates a bit more. Well, Miss Americana. Like, are you fucking joking? Who do you think you are? Well, because it goes off of her song that's Miss Americana, which she actually that's she's another. It's another dumb thing. She should have released released that as a single. That's my favorite song off the album, and she didn't. She released the man, and you know, it's just a lot of mistakes being made. A lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. Seasons is not a mistake. I would just say like it could have been better. You see Justin Bieber, you know, in the studio writing his music, and he's so passionate and he's so grateful and he loves it. You know, when he's performing, he's not like. Like, my arm needs to be this way. My Wait, I look worried there. He's not worried about how he comes across. He's so in the moment and he enjoys it so much. He doesn't fucking care. He doesn't need to care because he has the talent. I'm going to bring it back real quick because I want to read the tweets real quick. So Kim Kardashian says, at Taylor Swift. Yeah, or no, sorry. She was like, Taylor Swift has chosen to re... She tagged her. Taylor Swift has chosen to reignite an old exchange that at this point in time feels very self-serving given the suffering millions of real victims are facing right now. I didn't feel the need to comment a few days ago, and I'm actually really embarrassed and mortified to be doing, doing it right now. But because she continues to speak on it, I feel I'm left without a choice but to respond because she is actually lying. So then she says... To be clear, the only issue I ever had around the situation was that Taylor lied through her publicist who stated that Kanye never called to ask permission. They clearly spoke, so I let you all see that. Nobody ever denied the word bitch was used without her permission. And so, like, that's exactly what I was just saying. And there was a few more tweets, but, like, that that's what it was. And so, you know, Kim K, attorney at law, she doesn't lie. I believe Kim K. Yeah, Kim is actually studying to be a lawyer. Sometimes she does these posts where she's like studying today, and I'm like, 
this is not what people look like when they're studying law. Take it from someone whose sister is a lawyer. But I love her and I love her for trying. And I think she's going to make a great lawyer. And she could she could probably use the skills that, you know, they're teaching her in school. I, I don't know. For me, it's not like I trust Kim Kardashian so much. I just do not like Taylor Swift. And I just don't trust her because I don't like her as a person or as an artist. Sorry. I'm judgy. Like, no, no, whatever. Uh, yeah. The point of being a public figure, you're being judged by people. Well, this is how I judge her. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's aggressively basic and just a whiny, whiny, whiny girl. Aggressively basic. This is my favorite term I've ever heard to describe Taylor Swift, and I'm going to use it with me and take it on my journey. Do what you Thank you do. so much. Of course. You don't know about any of the, the, the other Bachelor contestants. You don't know about Hannah Ann. You don't know about Peter. Do you know about these people? Some and like I know about Tyler because he was dating Gigi Hadid. Like I know them about them. I know about them through the media a bit. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Tyler C. He's so fucking thirsty for media coverage. And although I am a tiny media outlet, I will not give him that satisfaction. His very thirsty new TikTok account, the Quarantine Crew, is bugging me enough as it is. This is what we we spoke about Justin Bieber, and I ju- just found out today. Did you know that Haiti Bieber was a prima ballerina before she became I was- a model? I was looking at that as your best, as your next note. I did not know that. Have you seen the photos that I put on my Instagram story or that are all over the internet of her being an actual prima ballerina? Wait, I'm Googling it right now. Haley, should I <laughs> Baldwin? Because why? She, she shouldn't have stayed the name Baldwin. It's actually such a, like, uh, uh, almost like a regal, gorgeous sounding name. Haley Baldwin. Like, just leave it. Bieber's is disgusting. Yeah. She should have kept Haley Baldwin. It just sounds very super modely. Okay, here we are. Live reaction. I'm seeing them. Like, does this girl get? Like, what do you think of Haiti Baldwin Bieber, whatever the fuck you want to call her? I've, I, like, genuinely, I've gone so up and down that I almost don't know how I feel about her because in the beginning I was like, oh, it's this thirsty wannabe. It was like that wannabe Kylie and Kendall thing from the beginning. And then she kind of carved her own path. And then because she got with Bieber, I thought, oh, this is a thirsty move as well. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. I think she does really love him. And then part of me is like, she's a cool girl. But then sometimes she'll go off on these weird tangents and tweets. And then it kind of deters me again. And so I'm undecided on Ms. Baldwin. That is crazy because I'm like a stan at this point. To the point where people DM me on Instagram and are like, you need to start a Haiti Bieber stan account because all you do on your stories is repost photos of her. In the beginning, I thought she was mega basic. I was like, she's pretty, but in a basic way, like nothing special about her and stuff. And the more that I see her with Justin Bieber and how she's, you need to watch the documentary because it will really change your opinion. She's in it. She's in it a lot. She's in it all the whole time because, you know, basically I, I, I feel like you're going to be obsessed with this documentary because Justin, it's the first time that he opens up about his drug use, like his addiction, you know, the psychological damage, you know, that after trying to get off the drugs and, you know, living a normal life and how his brain is not working properly and stuff. And he needs all this like care and so many different things to be able to live a normal life. And she, she's just kind of there, like helping him through it. And I love that. And I will say too, regarding her looks, uh, aesthetically, I've always been a huge fan. I think she's gorgeous. Um, so that was never a question. And like I said, I always, I, I am a fan of her. I will say that. I think just some of my hesitance has lied in like some random tweets I've seen or, or the fact that I thought she was thirsty. I swear to God, I'm going to watch that. Sorry, I almost burped again. Well, I kind of did. Um, I'm going wa- <laughs> to I'm going to watch the seasons thing today because I'm, this is like my first day of like Corona quarantine. Like I've been quarantined guys, but like, I, I'm I am sick. Okay. 
there is. This is not I'm quarantined to like protect myself. This is like I'm quarantined because I'm sick and I need to protect other people. So it's like a different kind of quarantine. Let's and lie also, to like, I need to lay in bed and rest and like my throat hurts and like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think you're going to be obsessed with this documentary. It's kind of old news at this point, but I wanted to bring it up again because, you know, especially when you put it against Taylor Swift documentary, it really shows you the difference between a genuine artist and a not so genuine artist that is very calculated. Jeff Epstein, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Do your plug. Yes. So on Instagram at it's Jeff Epstein, E-P-S-T-E-I-N. It's spelled just like the fucking pedophile. Um, at it's Jeff Epstein on Instagram at it's Jeff Epstein on Twitter and my podcast pop goggles, all one word. And where does pop goggles come from the name? I need to know. Um, I launched a blog and it was just like a, a, you know, a look into pop culture, pop goggles. I'm obsessed with the name. It's super catchy. I really like it. And also he's, he has a pop culture podcast that does not have a pink artwork. So like, you know what, if that doesn't scream, play me, review me, go listen to me now. I don't know what will. Yeah. It's, it's a pop culture podcast, but also, like I said, I do share a lot of my life. I always have story swap. We talk about getting arrested, guns drawn, this, that, and the other. There's, it's a disaster. I love it. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, no, okay, perfect. And yeah, hopefully when we get back, we're able to uh, physically be in contact. And this is kind of g- rolling over. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say It With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful thing you can do for this show. And of course, because I'm such a nice person, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be sending you some goodies in the mail. If you want to engage in the conversation yourself, you're also welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Say It With Me. Don't forget to look for it. And if you would like to support the show further, you can also join my Patreon for some super Super, super exclusive content that you cannot find on the main podcast. Hope you enjoy this episode.